My name is Lin Yuan, and my co-host is... The Dr. Reverend Edward L. Thomas III. <laughs> Amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord, the Father hey, is oh here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you people talking about? I've never been to American church, so I can't tell you. You know, that would be really fun. What? For you to just fall over to a black church. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm never going to cross culture again. <laughs> and now I've got the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. I'm like, oh my pastor, he's, he's not even black. He's so fake. No, I want a real one. <laughs> okay, so today we uh, want to talk about... Yeah, so there's a series on Netflix called Greenleaf. Woo! And uh, Lynn and I, would, I watched it for a couple of years ago. And Lynn is, you know, because she's always slower than me. So Dude, <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, but you've been watching the series for a while. And we've been talking yeah. about how it portrays an aspect of black church life, really, in America. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying how. And so we decided we'd do an episode and talk about my experiences in the black church in America. Compared to the compared church of Sweden. To, compared to my the to white, the white church. church in Sweden. <laughs> Why would you say that? Ed? It's so racist. I, no, no. The church of Sweden is the church for Swedish people. For Swedish. Uh, it's called uh, the church of Sweden. Yeah. So. And we mean like Sweden, like the country, like a national church. The, 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 the church of black people. <laughs> yeah. We don't have black people. In our, we have some black people in our church. I can, I mean, but it's I like the gospel church. church in town. It's not for black people. I don't know. It's a lot of black people there. I think I see some white people going there. Okay, they, they want got, they want to be black. They always got a token white person. <laughs> they want being a be white black. person with us. We need a white person, so they it looks okay. We're not racist or anything. We're just he can't say that because he's black. <laughs> no, I'm, black people can be racist. I can be really racist. Yeah, yeah, but now you were I racist towards all the black people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. So now they're gonna take my black man card away. Yeah. Sorry, you no longer are part of black people anymore. Give me that. Give me that card, traitor. Traitor. Okay. Now you're considered brown. <laughs> no, no, not even brown. Black and brown, they like to stay together. Like, no, no, you're like purple, <laughs> you're like green, polka dot. <laughs> you're part of the polka dot people. Okay, so okay. in the series, it should yes. be exaggerated, though, isn't it? No. No? No, I think it's understated. How's and like and me before we started this episode we talked about the thrones on the uh, on the oh, stage yeah. how how the pastor's family is sitting there <sighs> facing facing the people. Yeah. Not even facing some altar or yeah. something, but yeah. Yeah, okay, so my experience and and, and I grew up in uh, what's called the missionary uh, Baptist uh, churches. I thought you'd uh, grow up in Chinese church. No, uh, that was later, but when I was a kid. Okay. So. okay. <laughs> Lynn, I've been in like all kinds of churches. <laughs> okay, like, so you have a vast... I'm like the spiritual vagabond. <laughs> like, oh, here's a new train to ride. Yes. Okay. Okay. Tell us. But anyway, um, so the missionary Baptist church, when uh, black people weren't allowed to be part of the Baptist convention, what? they started. Oh my gosh. You that old? <laughs> I was, yeah, because in the middle 1800s, <laughs> I was born. I remember back at the end of slavery, you know, people let us read. And then 10 years later, it was like, yeah, separate water fountain. White people, well, this one black and this. I'm like, what happened? You know, just, I thought we were all getting along, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So, tell us. Okay. So, your first so, church you grew up in? Yeah. Anyway, so then, so then. Black people wanted to still be Baptist, so they started this. This uh, did you say they were not allowed to? Yeah. So okay. yeah. So churches in America. If you've never been to church in America, it's still one of the most segregated things ever. Most churches started at eleven o'clock or ten or eleven o'clock, 
And white people with white people, black with black people, Asians with Asians, Hispanics with Hispanics. That's what it's like back home. Mm-hmm. So that you walk, you're a white person, you walk into a black church, you automatically feel like, oh my gosh, is this <laughs> what minorities feel like? <laughs> like? If you want to feel like a minority, go to a church in America that has a different ethnicity than you. But they still welcome you though, don't they? Not always. Uh, okay. Sometimes like so they give you the the, the I've the seen look? white people come into black churches and, and the black people will be like, Oh, we're really glad to have one of you here. <laughs> one of you. <laughs> it's like it's like, come on, you don't have to worry about it. We don't bite. I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> like because uh, you are known to bite. Exactly. Like automatically you're gonna think you're gonna bite them. Don't say stuff like that, you know. And it's part of our worship. We yeah. bite each other. <laughs> or sometimes, sometimes like pastors will say things like, like they look, they're like, so they see the only white person in the church. Do we have any visitors here? And they look <laughs> right at the white person. Like the white person going to go, no, no, I'm here every Sunday. Don't you know your token white person is here? <laughs> your token white person. They're like, oh my gosh, let's make people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but I remember like, so the first time I went to an all white church, and one someone came to me, oh, hey, we're really glad you, you've come here. You know, like, we've seen you here a couple of times. But you know, like in our church, you know, we don't like that shouting and stuff. I'm like, have I shouted? <laughs> have I sat here? Have I were sat you here? in Texas or no, where were you? <laughs> I'm like, have I sat here in the church saying, oh, preacher pastor, hallelujah. Oh, God is good to me. Amen. Oh, oh, I just can't wait. That pastor was on fire today. He put my soul. Oh, let me shout Jesus. Hallelujah. Is that how you grew up in the oh church you grew up with? Worse than that. Oh I grew Every church where people are praying and they're like, oh, Father God in heaven, call upon your name, oh, Lord God Almighty, King of the universe, omnipotent, all-powerful, all see. I'm like, do you think God don't know what his titles are? Get to the meat of the, pre- of the prayer. They're praying like 25 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I it was like, It was like, hey, man, hallelujah. Yeah, because they oh, don't want to fall Lord asleep, God so they have to say something. Good. And when, you know, I grew up in a church. That was a regular gospel church where, you know, the <laughs> preacher would be preaching. He's like, and Jesus is all. Like, first he's like, today's text is going to be from the gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17. You know, da, da, da. And yeah. then as the preaching gets on, the organist sits at the organ, yeah. and he sees the preacher music. starting to get work. Starts, the pastor, because like, you know that God says, I hear that you oh. need to come to Jesus. Hallelujah. And the whole choir says, hallelujah. Is anybody here know that God's been good and let me hear you say, yeah. And the congregation yeah. says, yeah. Let me hear you say, yeah. Yeah. Let me hear you say, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Why can't you preach like that at our church? What's wrong with you? You're not black enough. I ask our church. I'm like, I'm like, this is a good way to say amen. And the church looks at me like, a who? <laughs> then you can hear like the, the crickets chirping. Crickets? The crickets left our church like that church is dead. And people don't even say amen. Even the crickets say amen. I can't get- and it's really funny because we had a guest preacher and he's white and Swedish. Yeah. And the whole church was like, amen, hallelujah. I'm like, all right, we're on a roll here. <laughs> I get up next Sunday. Everybody's like, mm, Pastor Ed, you know, we don't, we don't do that stuff here. I'm like, you're not white enough. I am. Listen, <laughs> I'm a black man. Give me my blackness. Church, let me hear some amen. My church is like, you hear like one person, Jenny. She'll say, amen. amen. I'm like, <laughs> 
got one person here who's willing to say amen. What are you other people going to hell or something? I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, when you say that, I just have a picture in my mind how it would look like in SpongeBob in the church. <laughs> <laughs> like SpongeBob up there being really excited, and then Patrick in the back. He like, uh, hey, Sponge. <laughs> hey, hey, Pastor SpongeBob. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I know you people also enjoy this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I grew up in churches like that where the whole church would be like excited by the preaching. Like they felt the preaching is good. Like, all right, Pastor, you preach it. You say it. Say the truth, Pastor. Come on. Don't be afraid. Just, I mean, so they're encouraging the pastor to, to preach boldly. Preach, preach boldly with power. With, you know, and I'm like, I don't know all the singing <laughs> stuff. Sometimes I would be so frustrated when I grew up in church because you would hear, like they would sing the the chorus to all these famous songs. So he's like, we're talking about something totally different. Yeah. And I would say, he's like, because amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I said a wretch like me. Hallelujah. Anybody need to be saved? Oh, a know. mighty fortress is our God. <laughs> oh, a thousand tongues without a like, thing. During the preaching? That's the preaching. That's the preaching. Yeah. But that has nothing to do But everyone's like, all of a sudden, ah! <laughs> Okay, but then your church must have had Bible study or how something. How deep the Father's love for me! <laughs> I know somebody here in the church can 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 be with me and say that the Father's love is deep. Amen. Oh wow, you've come a long way, Pastor Ed. <laughs> I was never a shouter, so I would just look at Barry in church and be like, "What is everybody doing?" <laughs> Like, like, so oh. that was the the backside of it. But what? Yeah, what was I the mean, good but that but that was that was like exciting. It was. I mean, I I would say that most sermons were like extremely inspirational. But this, if you say the singing was the sermon, then yeah, I mean, that? it's part of. It. I mean, when it starts to get good, <laughs> they start to flow through the hymns, or whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Okay, but, but there was a good part in there. But then, but then when I go when I went to a white church, what I found was a lot of information. I was like, oh, so it feeds my nerdy side. <laughs> and what I've what I've decided to do, I've uh, when I first started understanding that God was going to lead me in this direction, I thought I'm like, okay, so the key is to take the inspiration from my past in the black church, mm-hmm. and to take my information in the white church, so to have really good information as well as being inspirational, mm-hmm. and that's a unique preaching style that I have. I think that's not What's it's that? not really black, it's not white, <laughs> it's me. It's Ed. <laughs> what style? It's like exactly <laughs> emotional damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> That's a Chinese Chinese church for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I don't know. I've never been to a Chinese church, so no. yeah. but that but it was it was good, I think, for me to get out of that and to see something like to see church could be different. Yeah. Uh, what it, what astonished me was like so I grew up in church where you had to wear suits on all the time. Ooh. And then I went to a white church, people had shorts on. I'm like <laughs> I'm like the first time I saw it, I'm like Going to hell. <laughs> These are the devil's people. These are all the sinners coming to church dressed in their shorts, showing off their legs and flesh like that. Shouldn't we have a Sunday where everyone's supposed to dress up? No. Just for fun. No, but I hate it. But it's only once. I don't care. It's one time too many. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, me and Timmy. I, I, I'm going to talk with Timmy about that. No. Yes, no, before no, summer. Before no, summer. Because he'll, we'll he'll love to do it. Oh, you know, yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to get all dressed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I don't. I mean, but dress I dress up Sunday. I enjoy the fact that in our church, you could just come as you are. 
Yeah, it's but this one Sunday, <laughs> we want to come with someone else. <laughs> Costume Sunday. I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> well, before summer, you know. <laughs> and Cinderella will be doing our, our Sunday school today. Follow the pumpkin. <laughs> like, oh, I, oh, I wish I had a pumpkin suit. I would wear it. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would be so cool. Hey, it's the pumpkin. Does anybody want to go to Sunday school? They're like, oh, it's, it's Jesus' pumpkin. <laughs> That's right. This is the pumpkin that Jesus had. <laughs> On the Last Supper. On the Last Supper. Like was, he had bread and wine and pumpkin. It was a jack-o'-lantern and pumpkin. He had, exactly. <laughs> he had pumpkin pie because we know that that was really, really kosher. Uh, but <coughs> What about the, the Church of Sweden? The white, 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 okay. white church. So then I moved to Sweden and now I'm part of a white church. How is, how is Swedish white church different from American white church? Oh, it's about the same. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it de- I mean, it depends. So, if, I mean, if you're a charismatic, I think charismatic churches, they're, they're like black churches. No matter, they're all crazy. <laughs> you know, people speaking in tongues, prophesying, slapping on the head, anointing, <laughs> fall down, raise you up again. You might die three times a day and come back to life. I mean, it's it's all good. I'm like, yes, I'm used to this. Give me some of that good old fashioned Pentecostalism. You know, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that was like really cool. Because in the Pentecostal churches, you know, or where the, we used to call them the holiness churches. Holiness churches. The music was jamming. <laughs> I mean, in our church, when I grew up, we had like an organ and a piano. Yeah. But I used to go to the holiness churches because they had drums and guitars. They had a band. There was a band, and the mm. band was rocking. Woo! I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. It was fast paced. Everybody's clapping. I'm like, oh, I like this. It was charismatic. So, yeah, so so the Pentecostal churches were charismatic. And then I moved to Sweden Pentecostal churches. <laughs> I'm like, where's the tongue speaking? I want some prophesying. I want some anointing. Right now, I'm, right here. I'm like, you know, and you go to a Pentecostal church in Sweden, and it's, it was quiet. It was like going, very civilized. It's like going to the Lutheran church. Mm-hmm. And it was only only one person speaking in tongues. Thus, and he always had to have a really weird, crazy voice. Yeah. So, thus saith the Lord. So he said it like sweet, like so say a Herren, a good come out on today. Oh, is that how God talks? <laughs> God's got a creepy voice. He's like, this is the Lord God Almighty speaking to you. Hear how holy I am. <laughs> like. I don't know, creepy. Yeah, I would be concerned when someone would talk to me directly, like, God says this to me. But but one difference was, so I grew up in an area where people always had Bibles to church. And I always carried my Bible to church when I moved to Sweden. And then I realized people don't read their Bible and they don't carry Bibles to church. Yeah, they don't. I'm like, what do you use your Bible for? Like a (laughs) pillow or something? I fell asleep on the couch. Where's my Bible? (laughs) I got a little creak in my neck. I need my Bible. (sighs) Sleep better. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and I think that one of the problems now is that since we have had mega churches in the states, we don't really have mega churches in the same way here in Sweden. We, have we do one. have them. No, we have. There's like Word just of like life? ten. Yeah, but yeah, in so Uppsala, Word, in, uh, here in Uppsala, we live. But Word of Life is not really. It's only like two and a half thousand members. Uh, that's a mega church in Sweden. You got no, no. You have like Smyrna, and you had you have to You have two or three churches that are over like three or four thousand people. Wow. Philadelphia and in, in, in Stockholm, I think they're four and a half, five thousand people. What? So 
and that's it's, all of Christianity in Sweden. In Sweden, <laughs> all gather one place. All the real Christians are in one place, so we can shoot them easier. No. Wow, why would you say that? What's wrong with you? Because this is Sweden. That's what happened. If you really want to see us live, <laughs> there was in Germany where they shot the Jehovah's Witnesses. Or it was a, it w- yeah, didn't you see it on the news in Hamburg? No, wow, really? It was a guy who was, he was uh, kicked out of the congregation for, I don't remember what. Oh, anything. Yeah, and there. then he came back and shot like 30 people. So well, among them children and a pregnant woman. If you woman kick me out, you know what's going to happen now, okay? Don't joke about it. Okay, I guess it's we really should. Sad. That was really sad. So sorry, Lynn, don't mm. cry. Okay, white people church. Go back okay. to that. Yeah, so we're back to white people church. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm not uh, white, so I can't say that. White people church. So, uh, what I difference between American and S- Swedish? Sweden and Sw- Sweden is a very multi-ethnic country now. But America is also but very the church. Multi- yeah, but we have a lot of race, open racism, and stuff like that. In the church th- is racist. Okay. But um, when I moved to uh, when I moved to Sweden, Sweden is a very multi-ethnic cu- culture. Christianity is not that multi-ethnic. No, everyone has their own little group. Everyone's got either you're a, you're a maybe kind of an ethnic church, so everyone speaks Amerinia or Turkidinia or something. So you have a cultural kind of church, mm-hmm. or else they're white, mm-hmm. except for our church, mm-hmm. which is like multicultural. We got people from everywhere. Weird church. Yeah, we're strange. We stick out. What happened to all the other multicultural church like E Church and Mosaic Church or what? But they're not church. multicultural. They're assimilation churches. So everyone's assimilated to join to be more Swedish. So uh-huh. the whole service is in Swedish. It's made for Swedish people. It's made from the Swedish culture. It's about Swedish Christianity. So if you if you from I another culture, I haven't heard culture, from them in a long time. Really? I no, I, I I well, I haven't been at the leaders' meeting because I have classes in the morning. But mm-hmm. um, um, but I think we still have really good fellowship among the churches and stuff like that. So. Okay, still around then. Yeah, I mean, each church has a lot of people. They have a lot of people from different backgrounds, but everyone speaks Swedish. Uh huh. So it's not like our group where. People, <laughs> but people are lazy. They don't know Swedish. Don't speak English, Swedish. I don't know. They just they they sign uh, smoke signals. I don't know what they do. <laughs> they speak so, the the spiritual language. Yeah, exactly. That's why I can't follow them. <laughs> I'm just not there yet. No, but I but I thought that um um the white churches I went to in the states they were still really Bible believing and the preaching was like amazing. You know, filled with like history and background information and stuff like that. And yeah, I really you're like nerdy. That. Yeah. And when I moved to Sweden, I, f- I, I feel this, that a lot of sermons don't have that. I feel like people aren't really doing the work to really gain the background and stuff. What about the people who are only have like five or eight minutes? <coughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not well, much you can say. Well, that's true. So working in the Church of Sweden here, sometimes you only have five minutes for a sermon. <laughs> I, I've been told, you only have five minutes. Don't go over time. Like this, the, what are you supposed the to say? Is an hour long. Can I get at least ten? <laughs> Do a brother right. <laughs> but nope, you get five minutes. Uh, and then, and even when I was in seminary, the average sermon was te- was maybe ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes was considered long. <laughs> and we were like trained in seminary, so to do a sermon. Whatever you could say in a half an hour, you could say in 10 minutes. I'm like, you people are crazy. You smoking crack. That's not even true. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but you, you, you can train yourself to have a 10 minute sermon. Yeah. But you're, you're never, you can never go deep. No. You only scratch the surface. You cannot uh, put all the background information. No, because the, no, you just kind of, 
and, and most most sermons here are thematic, so there's very little what Context. we call um, expository preaching. So we do it in our church. We do verse by verse. We'll go through a whole book of the Bible or a whole chapter, uh-huh. and it's always verse by verse. Whereas thematic teaching, you have a theme, yeah, and, and then you're trying to find the pick. Bible verses yeah. to make your theme, which sometimes you're pulling things out of their context. And that's why we don't have very much thematic preaching unless it's very doctrinal or something like that. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> that's one. And, and here the church is sweet and it's very liturgical. So it's a lot like a Presbyterian church or a Catholic church. Um, don't are, call us Catholic. <laughs> I know. But the mass, the order of mass that we have, if you know anything about the Catholic order of service, you look and you go, wow, it's like almost the Copy. same thing. Yeah, it's like really close. <clears throat> so Catholics are really comfortable. Sometimes coming to our church, because especially, especially when we have communion, because they're... Yeah, it's super they, lit church. They're like, oh, ooh, yes. <laughs> I know do, that. You guys do things really properly here. <laughs> and then they come on a Sunday when it's not, and they're like, oh my gosh, what is, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> they're all charismatic and exactly. weird and free churchy. Well, yeah. I mean, you come to our church, you wouldn't notice that people are charismatic. But there are lots of charismatics in our church. You just don't hear them. Yeah, that, but they say that they're not comfortable to let out the crazy. That's just stupid. <laughs> I tell them, just do it. They're like, no, no one else is doing but, it. No I know, but that's the whole thing. I feel like if you have to wait for other people to do it, then it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. You're just going Because if the, the spirit overcomes fish. you, you exactly. can't help it. Exactly. You would just pee your pants. Unless... It, well, <laughs> 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 okay, I'm not saying that when the spirit overcomes you, you pee your pants. I don't know if I've ever been in any church when someone's filled with the spirit. How do you know? They peed in their pants. <laughs> and it would be a clear sign, though. <laughs> it would be a clear sign. They're like, oh, you're faking it. You didn't pee yet. <laughs> like, I wear a diaper. Just in case. <laughs> Oh, but that's okay. You're holy. <laughs> Save the pee so we can check. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> no, but but <coughs> one of the differences here is like even as a priest in the Church of Sweden, people have a lot of respect, but not like for pastors in the States. I mean, we just we don't have that many people in Sweden, spiritual leaders, who are making a million dollars. No. There's I think pastors it's weird in the state making a million dollars. You know, a good salary is over a hundred thousand. That's over a million crowns. Hundred thousand per year. Yeah. But how is it from the me- mega church? Because they must have no, a no. budget. So where so do they get the money from? Most most Christian people in the states actually tithe, mm-hmm. or a lot of people tithe. Not everywhere, but but people tithe a lot. And if you have a a congregation that's large enough and people tithe, then there's there's enough money to pay. And I mean, and the job of being a pastor is really difficult. It takes a lot of time. You want to you want your pastor to have a really good salary, um, because when they can finally have time with their family, they can actually do things. Uh, you want them to be able but to have a good retirement. You don't need a million I to need do million. things with do. your family. I don't think I could do anything with my family until I get at least a million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, honey, I can't can't kiss you, hug you, or anything. But once I get to a million, I'm gonna lavish treat you like a queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she will cost the queen <laughs> exactly. Be like, oh, just wait till you get your million. I'll get my divorce. Like, so, I, so no, but I think that it's. Uh, uh, um, so we have things like back in the states, pastors' appreciation days. Oh, like teacher appreciation days in it, the, the communist countries. Probably even worse. That's that's a big deal. Really, mm. it's like a big. So in these churches, uh, <clears throat> people would gather a large sum of money and bring the money to the pastor because <gasps> they're showing their appreciation. 
by giving him an extra bonus. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> a lot of money, okay? Why don't you introduce that? Why don't you suggest that in the board? <laughs> well, I don't have a throne to sit on either, so I can look at you people. <laughs> look, our pastor's sitting on a throne. I'm like, oh, no, he's not, okay? He's not Jesus. He doesn't sit on his throne. He lives on a little throne. Oh, my gosh. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I've never understood the whole thing. Sitting on the throne with the other people. That's just, for me, that's just so weird. I just think it's weird because who's preaching then? If you're sitting in your throne, who's preaching? Well, sometimes the pastor let other people preach. Yeah. So sometimes the pastor will move out of the... So the pastor's chair is the biggest throne. Yeah, yeah. It's like huge. And everyone else has had small thrones. Because we want to make sure we know who's sitting in the big throne. <laughs> So wow. Sometimes when the pastor has a guest speaker, he'll let him sit in the big throne mm -hmm. to show his humility and everything. Like hospitality, <sighs> you know. Wow, this is crazy. Use my big throne. But but pastors have so the pastor runs the church. He owns the church. So usually with incorporations, so it's the pastor's church. Yeah. And then so the pastor could lock all the members out of the church because it's his church mm. or her her church. They are mostly men, though. Are there many women? It's a lot of women. Running yeah. a church, yeah, Be, those Still, big, mostly men, but but there's a lot big of women. Mega churches, a lot of women. Wow, a lot of women. And so, um, and so, but then the the power, the influence of a pastor in a church back in the states is greater than here. Also in politics, I've seen like churches can influence the yeah, the I mean, votes, elections, everything. Politicians actually come to churches, especially yeah. in the black community. Yeah, politicians will come to church. You know, and they're on the way to the service, and they try to hang up. You know, and I mean, they try to go along and clap, and we're like these people look at it like I'm like <laughs> fish no out rhythm. of water. You have no rhythm. Why are you here? And then they'll say, "Oh, I really appreciate you know this pastor and the members of this church and how you guys vote. Thank you for supporting us." Blah blah blah. So so pastors are active in politics in the states, mm -hmm. not at all here in Sweden. No, you're not like, supposed to be. <laughs> well, it's not a law or anything. It's just considered rude. Yeah, but, yeah. You're not. But that's because we're atheists. And so we think that the church should be separated from the state. We don't understand. And that's why how the we. The church should control the state. <laughs> that's, that's why we welcome parties into the church yes. council. <laughs> yes. Because we believe politics should rule the church instead. <laughs> that's much better. Um, and so pastors can be. I mean, a pastor can be just as famous as any movie star. In, in the in U.S., States, you know? yeah. So, I mean, think of all these pastors. They write books. Sell <laughs> my, programs. Yeah, I mean, my brother's like a... My, people love my brother to travel around and preach. He yeah. just travels around. And he preaches at different churches. And they just eat it up. I mean, they're like... <laughs> like a dog on a bone. No. They're like... So like wow. You don't sound jealous at all. No, exactly. <laughs> my brother gets all the good stuff. And I just get a little bit tiny church out here, sweet dude. They're not buying my t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have t-shirts, Ed. I'm gonna presume. Why don't you try? <laughs> I wonder what would happen. You know, I I just have to spend money on it. But <laughs> it would be. You really know, our funny. friend Chanel, she's no. doing designer stuff. Why don't she make a t-shirt with your face on it, like a cartoon face, and it says well, Pastor okay. Ed? But then, then see if people buy it. No, I'm you know sure what? people would buy. I bet it. you if we had a t-shirt that says I support Pastor Ed, and so if you only want to throw a seed of faith. So I mean, so not throw, but so a seed. Throw it, and it's it. Bam! I hit me in the head with a seed again. Stop throwing coconuts at me, people. It's not coconut. It was avocado seed. Okay, well, wow, because that's a whole bunch better. What do you think? They are David and I'm like Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> avocado seeds in my head. I'm like, ah, 
understand. Uh, okay. But I wonder what would happen if if I had t-shirts that said, I support Pastor Edward and sort of sow a seed into the faith. You have to give at least a thousand crowns to get a t-shirt. No, a thousand. Why would people do that? Because they want a t-shirt. <laughs> For a thousand dollar. No, it's a t-shirt that shows off that they gave a thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so they can walk around and be holy. Why don't you start with 200 crowns? Oh, then I get a t-shirt for 200 crowns. Yeah. Now, they get a napkin that I autographed for 200 <laughs> crowns. You want a t-shirt? You're not that famous. You're working on it, oh okay? Oh, my God. Listen, you got to think big to be big. <laughs> okay, sorry. Haven't been in the U.S. Don't put me down. <laughs> Don't put me down, sister. Don't stop my flow of anointing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back in the black church. <laughs> I wish. Need me some black church money. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't mean that. But is there anything good in this white Swedish church? Sure. God is present in every church. Okay. That's not very specific, but okay, I'll take not it. Not specific. I, I have <laughs> felt the presence of God, just like in the in the liturgy when we're singing, Yeah, he tried to sing. It's okay. You don't this, understand. <laughs> it was. You don't need to understand Swedish. Just know it was a Gregorian chant, and it was to the glory of God. So... Be quiet. Okay. <laughs> no, but even like even there, I like even when we're doing the whole lit- liturgy and everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I experience the presence of God, mm-hmm. and sometimes when people are flying through the air, jumping around, turning, the turning into pumpkins, I don't feel anything. So I'm like, maybe God's not here. You know. So, <laughs> um, no, but I think that uh, I think that is it's interesting that they they made a whole series mm-hmm. really about one type of a black church. And, and all the, the problems and the family uh, and all the problems they have. But it's still fascinating. I don't think they would ever do something like that in Sweden. White, your, black, or whatever. It was such a boring series. What yeah. are they? Oh, we're talking about Fika. Oh, someone ate someone else's lunch. <gasps> oh, my put, gosh. That's the worst thing ever happened. put a post it on the fridge. <gasps> oh, no. I know. Mm-hmm. That's probably Passive aggressive stuff. We live in Sweden because we just like to complain. In no, Sweden. we live in Sweden because your wife and my husband live in Sweden. That's no, I live why. in Sweden because God called me. That woman cannot make me move to Sweden. There is no <laughs> woman. Like, that woman would not make me go back to the U.S. There is no woman alive that can make me leave America. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If God hadn't called me, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, why would you? Exactly. <laughs> Everything I need is in the States. Aww. But not now. So sad. I miss my mommy. <laughs> my mommy. Why don't you make your mommy come here? I don't know. She says she can't fly and stuff like that. It makes her. Like she hurt. She fell down and hit like broke all the bones in her face. <gasps> and what? so she says that whenever she flies, the the pressure change. Yeah, it just, hurts. It hurts a lot. Oh. So she won't fly. She can sedate herself. Oh, maybe she could. I, no, she would. I wonder what would happen if I could get my mom to sedate herself. <laughs> like, would she be like high when she got here? That'd be kind of cool. No, she was just sleepy. My mom's really crazy. So that would be really cool. I have to go to the U.S. and meet your mom before she goes to Jesus. Yeah, you have to. You should, you should come in the States and meet my mom. She would like you. Of course. And mom would be like, oh, <laughs> I feel sorry for you. No, Did you bring your pet? I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I know. Two women to gang up on me. Oh, wow. That's just what I need. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for listening. What? Do we have thank to you. end again? And thank you, Ed, for sharing your experiences on your okay. church. Yeah, I don't know if all I gave so much all the, say, all the craziness that have happened in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you feel like writing to us about anything that you want us to talk about, 
We're always willing to cover any topic. There is no taboo here on Fika for Life. I mean, we've we've done it all. I know. Sex, STDs, I mean, divorce. There's uh, so many people that have condemned us to hell school, so many times. <laughs> parenting, dating, <laughs> leadership, wow. death, money. We're really good. We talked about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. AI. We must be the hottest pod- <laughs> hottest podcast on the world. I mean, in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the world. Thank you, everyone. Yes, and we want to thank our new listeners up in Antarctica. We've had a couple of listeners in Antarctica who've been listening to Fika for Life while they're doing research down there on penguins. Mm -hmm. So we're just really thankful for that. And uh, keep listening to Fika for Life because you will learn something as you continue to grow. Thank you and bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.